0: House of Pride Radio coming up shortly. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Alright, yes, I'm feeling mighty real today on House of Pride Radio. Hello everyone out there, live from San Francisco. This is your host, Tweaket Turner, and it is time for the House of Pride show. And what a show we have for you today. Our first guest needs no introduction, really. All she needs is a song, and this is her song. Yes, these boots are made for walking for the one and only Miss Colette Legrand. Welcome to House of Pride Radio.
2: Thank you, my dear. How are you?
0: Doing fine. How are you? How about yourself?
2: Not too bad for an old. old well, no, I won't. Go old there. queen. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Um. So, oh, we got phone calls for you already. To come right on in. going We're just gonna do a blind answer of the first phone call. Hello, you're on House of Pride Radio. Who are we speaking to?
3: excuse me I forgot if your program was at this hour Uh, what do you run at the 10 o'clock
0: thank you and you know what Um, yes Miss LeGrand always performs these boots are made for walking don't you what was that now (laughs) that was a weird segue but take it from there she wanted to call about if the liquor store is open
2: oh I guess it is I don't know
0: it's a 24-7 kind of thing um so these boots are made for walking is one of what people know you for yes it's one of your would you say trademark performances or-
2: yes well it's it's a song i i do usually every week at aunt charlie's for our uh hotbox girl show uh the crowd seems to like it and you know mm-hmm. being old and it's nice to give some <laughs> of the new young people some of the old songs for yesterday
0: Oh, isn't age a state of mind, Colette?
2: Well, it is, but young people these days need some education. So <laughs> I shouldn't say that
0: Well, I mean, most people actually know these boots are made. It's a great choice for a, a, a you know female impersonator. Um, it, it, and it still holds up. Now, I'm a DJ, as you know, and I play this song from time <laughs> to time uh, on some of my gigs during, you know, maybe during the dinner cocktail hour or whatever. But um, I can just see you. Do you wear go-go boots? Yes. What color?
2: Um, I have twelve pairs, depends on what the outfit is. Uh, ranging from black to purple, or
0: I love it.
2: Lime green, yellow. Oh, I
0: saw the orange. lime green ones on eBay.
2: Orange, <laughs> uh, red.
0: Uh huh. Yes, so you have Sometimes the Rainbow have Collection of Go Go yeah. Booths. Okay. Um, so where, tell us, folks, again when that Hot Box Girl show is.
2: Um, the Hot Box Girl show is at Aunt Charlie's Lounge, which is at Turk and Taylor, every Friday and Saturday night at 10 o'clock.
0: Yes, Aunt Charlie's is uh, w- w- you know this uh, vintage uh, watering hole and drag um, um, performance lo- locale. Everyone should go there. It's one of the l- few surviving. Um, gay and neighborhood friendly venues would you say
2: Yes, in the Tenderloin, it really is right now, the only actual LGBT bar down there now at this point. It's unless a sad get, fact. Unless you get to go up to the gangway, but that's a little farther up the street.
0: But yeah, and then the Cinch even further.
2: Cinch is way up on Polk Street.
0: Yes. There was a time, and we had who we had our, some guests last week talking about the history of the Tenderloin and how back in the day, and in fact, right across the street from uh, Aunt Charlie's was the famous um, Compton's, Caf- Compton's Cafeteria. cafeteria. Yes.
2: And when I came to San Francisco way back when, there were like 17 bars within the block of Mason, all the way up to just to Leavenworth.
0: Can you believe? I had no idea, folks. I, I want to introduce. We have uh, Amber Levon in the house, too, sitting hey, with anybody. us. How's it going? We're going to get into her story Thanks. soon. But uh, Amber, did you uh, did you have any inkling that that area where Aunt Charlie's is used to be the main LGBTQ? Yeah, actually, my, my friend
4: Donnie actually told me that. Um, I I, I kind of heard it
5: from some other people, but I never really realized how. Amazing it was back then and and how many wonderful bars have closed since then and it's really sad to watch Culture just being squeezed out of a neighborhood. Yeah, I mean
0: like with deco lounge for example that that was a great place and that came and went But that was because the owners just were older and they wanted to sell it and they you know They were just tired of being in business. Do you think that's the case back in the day with all of those gay bars? Um, uh, was it a political reason? Maybe some of them,
2: but I think more of it was construction and uh, oh. this city wanting to, you know, they sold the buildings. And then once they sold the buildings, uh, you know, the Tenderloins, the Tenderloin, maybe people didn't want to come in there, you know, for some reason or another. But I don't know. I think a lot of it nowadays is, gentrification. is politically motivated. Yeah, that well,
0: the same kind of nasty, shady stuff went on in that famous district by um is it the Fillmore district? Yes. Ba- it's a whole thing. I mean, it's well documented. I think it was this story in the 50s yes. mm-hmm. where a lot of the African American population would had a very rich culture there true. were kind of exported out. Right. And that whole culture went to waste That's or it got got dis- yep. displaced, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: back in the in those days, the Tenderloin down there was one of the most vibrant places in the city. There was no really Castro at that point. You know, the Castro didn't come into effect effect probably till the 80s, you know? But before then, the Tenderloin was really... The the Tenderloin and Polk Street were really the vibrant parts of the city, I mean, for the LGBT community anyway.
0: Were you a resident of San Francisco during the time of the decline of the gay culture in the Tenderloin? I
2: came to San Francisco in 1968. Wow! Right on, right With on, your right first pair
0: of go-go boots. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that at that point in time. <laughs> um, so you were there during the decline of. Yes. Uh, do you remember f- how you felt during, as you know, as a witness?
2: Well, for a long time, the, all, there was a lot of bars there, and then all of a sudden, they started going out. You know, one by one, over over years. You know. It was really depressing because the Tenderloin in those days was really, really, really a very vibrant place. It wasn't anything like it is now,
4: mm.
2: which is very sad. What a
0: what a sad thing to lose. It is. It is. Uh, that yeah, that is unfortunate. I wasn't a part of that scene, but I when I hear stories, I like what you just say. I, I, I I'm imagining what it must have been like to f- experience that culture and to be a part of a vibrant and the same scene for
2: polk street there were like 10 or 12 bars from like uh, geary and polk all the way up past where the cinch is now yeah but they've all you know
0: just sort of still plenty way. of bars there but right. it's mostly uh, i guess uh, catering to the straight crowds per, mm-hmm. per se uh, which is fine but um uh but it's to lose sad though it's it, sad it, it's a great place for an LGBT, like for like a gay community where Aunt Charlie's the last holdout. Mm-hmm. You know that that's a kind of an undeveloped area. It's kind of, right. you know, g- kind of. I wouldn't say in what, what adjectives come to mind when you think about that block. <laughs> I don't want to use what I want. to She can. <laughs> They're too <laughs> different. <laughs> yes, different. Oh, Different's a very polite way of.
4: And divas
5: is pretty fun too, though. Yeah, Divas. Well, I
2: worked. Oh,
0: we haven't mentioned it. Right, Divas, Divas another holdout. Time. It, it kind of has its own orbit. It's well, when, I,
2: when I was in San Francisco in the 80s, I worked at a place called the Black Rose, which was that and the Roadrunner were the two really transgender bars. And when the Black, when the Black Rose closed, uh, the owner, uh, they sold it to uh, a gentleman named Mark, and he he bought it, and he moved it to the corner of uh, Post and Larkin, where it was called the Mother load. Oh. And then when he sold it, it moved over to where it is now, right there on Post and Polk. And then they changed the name to Divas.
0: Oh, that's the history. So wow. that's so that's cool. so
2: interesting. And Alexa Miranda, who many of you may know, was yes. Empress 33. She... Uh, I was the manager of the Black R- of the Black Rose at the time, and she came in and was one of the first entertainers we had in our show that we had there way back in the day when she was just a young girl. (laughs)
0: Oh, I love it. So even in the midst of this great decline of uh, LGBTQ, or at that time, probably mostly gay culture, there are holdouts and survivors, and Alexis Miranda is one of them. She Person does. who's well fixtured in our community. We've had her as a guest on our show a couple of times. Uh, I, I love her, and she manages still manages the bar over there at uh, Divas. Yes, she does. Fabulous. Here's a shout out to uh, Alexis Miranda. Good going, girl. Job well done. And you yourself still a performer at Aunt Charlie's? Yes. Did you ever think about um, buying Aunt Charlie's? No. <laughs>
2: I don't I don't need that kind of responsibility in my life. And nowadays, you know, it's uh buying property anywhere in the city as we all know whether it's a home or a, a building or something like that. Even an office space is so expensive. You just have to have so much capital to yes. open it and then it takes probably even twice or three times that to keep it up. So I, I can, especially I now that, so don't
0: do it. yes what um besides the road one runner at the black rose, um, what other on that block specifically um, what other venues come to mind or experiences? Give me an example of what a typical maybe weekend night would be there back or in the day yes, when it used to be the strip of uh, choice we
2: go from the take us bar. take us back take us back there was a bar there on the corner called the the Peter Pan it was on the corner of uh Mason and Almost Market and uh the Peter Pan we'd start there usually and then we'd we'd walk up and go to uh Aunt, before it was Aunt Charlie's it was the Queen Mary we'd go there then we'd go across the street to the Sound of Music
0: same we'd, carpeting i suspect <laughs>
2: Blue and gold and then they had the sound of music and the railway express and then farther up the street they had uh a bar called the cockpit and a few other bars along the way.
0: And then where was the Roadrunner? runner?
2: Um the road runner I believe I can't remember for sure, but I believe it was on something like O'Farrell and 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 uh uh Ellis,
0: or okay, and that was a transgender bar. Yes. And did, then, did you patron that one?
2: I, I patronized there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, and then uh, when when Sheila sold that, then basically the only one left was the Black Rose. I see. And then I worked there for five, six years.
0: So in those days, and even now, I mean, to get personal, do you do you identify more as a as a, a female or a male?
2: More as transgender, really.
0: Yeah, you do. Yeah. Okay. Are you taking any kind of supplements to enhance that feeling?
2: I did for about six six or seven years when I first, way back when. And then I stopped.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: For me, it's more of a a state of mind. You know what I mean? I sure do. Mm -hmm. Then how I change my body. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, And, and, and I suppose when you get all... Dressed and put the illusion on you, it becomes cons- yes. consolidated. I
2: did take hormones for about six and a half years, and then I just stopped because I don't know. Back in the day, in the days when we'd go to a doctor named Dr. Garfield, and for ten dollars you could bend over and get a shot. You know what I mean? And oh, really? We're doing it.
0: Oh, I would do it too. You know oh. what
2: I mean? So it wasn't really this safest thing. You know what I mean? What would it do? We didn't have any other alternatives.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: so after about four or five years, I said, you know what? I'm okay.
0: Did it give you like curves and things? A little bit. Yeah.
2: And then as I got older, I said, it didn't really matter to me that much anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Now, you're you're friends with Donna Pesana. Of course. And um, she was in the film. And you're in the film, too. Yes. Uh,
2: Olivia Hart.
0: Yes. Entitled um, Beautiful Beautiful by night. Night, which I think for someone of your persona, mm-hmm. is a the, what, the, what? What does that mean for you? What do you think that means for us? That the title. What does that encapture?
2: Hmm. I never looked at it that way, really.
0: Do you feel beautiful at at night? When yes. When I you're,
2: feel, I don't know. I think that's another state of mind, too. I mean, I think. You can feel beautiful all the time. It's just a matter of. I feel a lot more beautiful when I'm dressed, you know, at when I'm entertaining or have a face on or you know out amongst the crowds and stuff like that.
0: I suspect for an entertainer like yourself, part of there's two things going on. Part of it's you're a performer and right. you you like to perform on stage for an audience, and then mm-hmm. perhaps another part is when you get in face, mm-hmm. you. You present how you really feel to the world. Yeah. You know, well,
2: I never set out to be an entertainer. It just sort of happened in my lap because when I started getting involved way back when with the with the courts and all that stuff, a lot of their stuff they do is shows and they expect you to perform and stuff like that. And then I started working at...
0: Oh, so you would thrust onto the yeah, performance yeah. stage? And, and That's really of, funny.
2: And I <laughs> never really particularly... Even now, at times, not comfortable doing it. You know what I mean? I do. But know, yeah. I, I, do it, and I was not comfortable doing doing that that film because I didn't want to. I wasn't sure if I wanted a lot of my life.
0: Oh, out there for the yeah. world to see. But
2: my good friend talked me into it, and I'm glad I did. Donna. No, uh, James. The, James Hosking, the guy that filmed
0: it. Oh yeah, shout out to James. Um yes. so where can we see the film and learn all about your life?
2: Well they have it it's on YouTube.
0: Oh it is. I believe it's Beautiful still on by Night, Night on Beautiful YouTube. YouTube. Uh, it would be it would say Beautiful by Night by Night, uh film by
2: James Hosking probably. Okay. And there's a picture I think the the caption on Beautiful Night has Olivia Hart's picture on
0: it. Oh cool. Oh well, she means so, to be happy okay. about that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And they just had it was like three weeks ago they just showed a uh viewing of it at the Tenderloin Museum. So,
0: That's right. The Tenderloin Museum is one of these amazing new places right in the Tenderloin. So, you know, it's sort of like decline and rebirth. And I think one example is this museum uh, and the park next to it actually is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the exact address. Do you know it?
2: Um, I know that it's on on, uh, uh, Leavenworth and... uh,
0: it's near, near the police station. Eddie and Leavenworth. Yeah, well, well, anyways, folks should go check it out. They're listening to this uh, us now. Um, do put it on your list of things to do. They have regular business hours. Um, all right, well, um, let's take a short musical break I hope You can hang with us, Colette. Uh, we're going to bring um, Amber Lavon on in just a short minute. I'm going to just segue with a, a little song to to pay homage to the Roadrunner Bar. Um, we'll be right back, folks. If you're
4: on the highway and roadrunner,
6: just ever side of your mind and up in our king
0: House of Pride Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Right now, a little segment from New York City uh, entitled The Groove Line by the one and only Miss Poon Drake.
7: Good evening and welcome to Groove Lines. I'm Poon. This is House of Pride Radio, and we're going to do it to you and your eardrums in 88 words or less. Tonight, we're busting out some serious lady vibes. This past week, I listened to Helen Reddy sing I Am Woman about 25 times in a row, and it got fiercer and fiercer each time. Here's what it made me think about. Hey, hey, girlies, this ain't one where you throw down your Louis Vuitton and dance in a cackle pack, sneaking looks and thinking, my boobs are bigger, biatch. Nope, this one's for all of us. We're marvelous, we're solo in the spotlight. Breasticles, testicles, any kind of ventricles. No matter what you got, the answer is to be, and yes, to be. Because everyone here once lived in a V. This one's for all of us. We're marvelous. We're solo in the spotlight. You ready? Hit it, Tweka. You may want to sing along to this one.
6: Numbers too big to ignore and i know too much to go back and pretend cause i've heard it all before and i've been damned-
0: You know, I wish I could wake up and say that every day. (laughs) What what about you, Colette? (laughs) Do you feel that way when you're on stage?
2: (laughs) I usually feel uh, that way when I wake up. No,
0: I'm kidding. kidding. You hum it with with your go-go boots. Um, Well, speaking of being on stage right now, ladies and gentlemen, House of Pride Radio, we have a treat for you out in the green room. We have a live performance from the uh, one and only Amber LaVon. Amber, can you hear us?
5: Hey, I can hear you just fine. Can you hear me?
0: can hear you perfectly fine Uh, um, set us up what you're going to be doing for us today
5: so um, I'm going to basically do Straight to the Bottom and I'm on Benefix's album and that's spelled B-E-N-N-I-F E-F-I-K sorry B-E-N-N-E-F-I-K and um, I'm going to sing that for you today
0: awesome let's have a nice round of applause for Amber LaVon here it goes
5: There ain't no methadone to help me get over you No 800 number baby can talk me out of wanting you Ain't no patch for my arm Or special kind of gum to chew And this glass of wine is only making me even more into you And I'm slipping fast I could get my hair done go shopping for some new shoes Start prowling around online To find someone to replace you But I already know They'd only be a substitute So I keep on drinking and thinking how no one is as hot as you
1: I'm gutting down
5: a picture of you with bad lighting unflattering angles and greasy hair baby it's crazy but
1: babe I need saving keep me from sinking
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Emma LaVon, in the House of Pride. Come on in here, honey.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was awesome. That was so Thank you so much. Um, tell us a little bit about that song.
5: So that song is, um, it came about during a, a pretty bad breakup. Uh-huh. Um So, but, you know, uh, a lot of really great songs come out of breakups. I was thinking
0: that's the first thought that <laughs> went through my mind, <laughs> yes. <they're> right? <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, so there you have it. Tell us about the project that you're on. This is coming out on a. Uh, so
5: this is actually out already. It was actually okay. released on June 6th. So okay. um, but yeah, so um, and it's the launch album. It's. By Benefic, as I said before, n e f I k
0: Okay, yeah. Got to write that, <laughs> jot that down. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Sorry if I said that too fast. Um, yeah, but I'm on iTunes. Um,
0: you can, can they, now Amber Levon?
5: Mm-hmm, Amber Levon. so yeah. L-A-V-O-N-N-E. That's um, easy. Yep, yeah, and I'm on three songs on the launch album as a guest singer and uh, guest performer. And yeah, it's really exciting. Is it exciting? Yeah. so exciting. Have you done that in the past? I actually recorded... This is really sad, actually. I actually recorded a demo when I was 19, and somebody ran off with it, but apparently it wasn't very good because I haven't heard it on the radio yet.
0: <laughs> what, what was it called? Do you remember? No,
5: it, we, were, we were literally doing a demo. Ah, okay. I was done with my third song, yeah. and I was waiting for him to finish, and he never...
0: Oh, what a, like what a what a unprofessional thing to say the least to do. Um, bummer. Um, I suppose that comes with the territory from the time to time. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, 19. Now you're not from San Francisco. So where were you at that time?
5: So at that time, believe it or not, I was in Fargo, North Dakota. Wow. Yeah, I have family from there. So. Wide open. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and freezing.
0: What was country, the genre of country influence in your early life, that music? I or?
5: mean, probably I I feel like there's no way I could have avoided it with my family. But I mean, I listened to a lot of, you know, non-country growing up, but so country I I listened to I was exposed to it a lot in the Midwest mm. because a lot of folks in the Midwest are into country. Let me yeah. tell you it
0: is North Dakota considered the not uh, the midwest
5: yeah wow yeah.
0: I've never been there. Have you been there, Colette? You have Fargo
4: yeah
0: <laughs> she's just nodding with her face and eyes down to the floor. <laughs>
8: <laughs> yeah,
5: no, it's um, but but you know, uh, nothing
0: against
8: Fargo.
5: Nothing anybody against listening Bargo. to us, Fargo's great. Hey guys, place. It's, it's just cold. It's just not for me. If you're Fargo
0: and you're happy, clap your hands and call us here at 415-550-0511. Right? 415-550, if you have any questions for Amber Levon, we'll be happy to take your call. <laughs>
5: um,
0: but uh, so your your early roots, uh, uh, the Midwest. Um, what, what were some of your musical? Well, I mean, influences? I grew up in
5: California, in oh, Southern California, did? but then oh. I moved to, to Fargo going like my in my teen years oh, okay like my latter teen years oh. yeah so my my whole life was pretty much you know Orange County
0: oh okay yeah, yeah. that's where I
5: grew up um <laughs> and uh yeah I only spent about mm, seven eight nine ten years in the Midwest and the rest of being out California so
0: got you interesting interesting and and tell us a little about some of the highs of your musical career
5: the highs are pretty much right now actually. She's I'm really excited it, about it. Dreams. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is you. this is the best that that it's ever been. I mean, I'm on CD Baby, I'm on Reverb Nation. You can add us, you know, add us on Spotify. Um, and, and, and if enough people add us, add, us, add us on Spotify, then Pandora will be interested in our oh, album. Oh, that how it works. How, it's so, so strange how, how it works like so that. So on
0: Spotify, what what You do kind of have to prove
5: to that you're popular. So if people can add
0: Add, add folks listening to us add Amber Levon. Yeah,
5: add add the launch album or add, you know yeah. add Benefix album, add me whatever floats your boat, whatever moves you to any you know any list you want and the more people to add I guess I guess that
0: like, it get points It's
5: numbers. <laughs> it's something that they can measure.
0: Right? Okay Awesome. so to, um, folks listening, if you enjoyed uh, Amber's live performance today, be sure to go out and do that add, add her and her collaboration with the band.
5: There's no band right now.
0: Oh, that, what, what, the production company, the <laughs> oh, label, but, uh, Benefic. Benefic, yes. Benefic, which means she, her, uh, a- angel she's, of.
5: <laughs> so, so they, they're an artist. Um, they're, they're 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 an artist that uh, wonderful, absolutely amazing to work with. But yeah, that's that's the the group that I'm working with. Yeah.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Benem. Benefic. 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 <laughs> terrific. Benefic. Yeah. Got it. Got it. <laughs> um, I'm so excited that you took the time to come here and do this. Well, thank live you Your so vocal sound and uh, tip top shape. I remember discovering you on the corner of Castro. Uh, <laughs> that's a hard gig. It
2: is. Wow. Oh, yeah, Castro and A2. She is yeah. the
0: like diva on the like corner. Yeah, I'm going to go back again soon, it's been so a while. look for me. okay? <laughs> I'll g- is that hard to get out there? I spoke to, do you know yeah. Lily Holbrook? She's a guitar player. I
5: probably run into and her. And she
0: does the corner gigs from time to time. She's super talented, like yourself. Yeah. And she said, you know, it's not easy. Oh, like, no. the fingers hurt from playing the guitar so much. Well,
5: you know, I mean, you're outside for about two hours. So no matter what the weather is, you kind of have to stick it out, you know.
0: The element. Yeah, the
5: elements really do especially like when last year i was doing i was busking three days a week and having a day job so um it really took a toll on me but it was so awesome it was so worth it what
0: was uh, the interaction was that one of The the
5: interaction was something that i could never have have anticipated um I, I've, I've seen lots of different emotions. I've seen people cry. I've seen people run away. <laughs> More people just kind of watch or just, you know, but you know, and, and it's, 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 it's an amazing experience. Like I'm out there. It's very exposed. I've had people try to attack me. Um, yeah, I've had, I've been verbally attacked. I've been almost physically attacked, but Thankfully, my guitarist at the time, Toku Woo, if you're out there, woo! Hey, Toko. He uh, he came to my rescue and made sure that I
0: was safe. But. What would we're just crazy people?
5: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, there's They're a lot of people. They're just unstable, those. or something yeah. I sang just triggered, or something that happened to them triggered. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. You never know what triggers somebody. You just don't know. I mean, so, so, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you know, I went. Folks listening to us went to iTunes store and I just uh, typed in um, Amber Lavon and your collaboration benefit came up. Uh, still inside of me, Miss Opium, and straight to the bottom, which you just performed.
5: Yeah, Miss Opium is actually the technical uh, single that we that we just came out with awesome that, that we're trying to promote so well why
0: don't we have a little sample here yeah, sure. uh, of that song called Miss Opium Miss Opium Yes, that's your iTunes sample. Folks, go right now to iTunes and support your local artists. Uh, There is no other artist as talented and working as hard out there on the Castro corner as Miss Amber LaVon. Again, the group's name is B-E-N-N-E-F-I-K, Benefit and that you'll find all their material. And Now I'm curious, Amber, I want to hear the, the last sample here on iTunes <laughs> called Still, Still Inside of Me. Me. I feel like there's sort of a substance theme running through these songs. <laughs>
5: Not this one
0: in particular. This one's more
9: emotional. We'll call it
0: emotional. <laughs> oh, oh, this one is emotional.
9: It's an emotional substance. Okay, we got that. Although oh. oh, yeah, With the, the name say, like yeah. DJ Tweaker
0: Turner, I could relate to Still Inside of Me as in the other way, but we won't get into that. All right, Still Inside <laughs> of Me, Miss Ambla Le- Le- Levon. Oh, there's your iTunes sample. If you want to hear more, go now to iTunes Store and uh, either type in Amber Levon or Benefik B E N N E F I K and listen and download all of our local Thank you so talents' much. <laughs> uh, songs and support your local artists. And that the name of that album is Launch EP. Is that correct? It's a
5: launch. uh uh-huh. It's launch.
0: And it looks like I'm I'm gonna I just clicked on it. Oh, that's a nice graphic. Uh, Benefit launch, you get five songs. So we listen to most of them.
5: So there's three artists. So I'm I'm three of the five, (laughs) and then there's two other artists on here.
0: Cool. And this also benefit is also a local uh, Mm -hmm. talent, right? Yep.
5: Yep. Right out of uh, East Bay.
0: Can we shout out their names?
5: Nope. Oh, we can't. Then <laughs> <Benefit,
0: laughs> <use> the name. <laughs> they live a very stealth, creative lifestyle. <laughs> we'll try to get into it in another show. But um, fabulous. Wow, those are really some great A yeah. tunes you've thank knocked you so out.
5: Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, let's a
0: applause for Amber
5: Thank you so much.
0: Uh, Do you want to hang out with us? Sure. Sure. Well, well, let's let's, um, segue over now. We we have a new guest that has just like um, bogarted his way into our studio, uh, and he's sitting down with the headphone. He knows what to do because he has his own show here called uh, Insanity. What is it?
9: That's right. It's the Edge of Insanity. The Edge of Insanity.
0: I just shortened it. Yeah, there you go. I
9: I call it the Edge, so there we go. (laughs) You know,
0: what's that not saying six half dozen blah blah whatever yeah it's, it's
9: six against the half the dozen <laughs> yeah. the other right again yeah the one... I, I'm still stuck I'm still stuck in you with the amber here I, I, I'm i I'm, I'm mesmerized <laughs> Let me t- I'm surprised usually when I'm this close to that much talent and that much beauty there's like a bulletproof glass or one of those little curtains that come down that I have to keep paying into or something it's just <laughs> you it's no, good no, to you, see you. no not that kind of you talent you seem harmless darling. Do you get... <laughs> <laughs> I seem harmless can
0: you speak up I can't hear you let me uh, turn down your mic. <laughs> Am I really out that loud, huh? You're projecting. Uh, oh, the I'm a one and the one and only Paul Brumberg, Brumborg. Brumberg. Brumberg. There you go. Uh, Amber, I introduce you to Paul Brumberg. He has a uh, show there here. There you go. John. Nice to Ed, meet you. Edge sir. of Insanity. Thank you. Uh, and he's also a professional, professional comedian.
9: That's what it was, right? I'm an yeah.
5: unprofessional comedian, so... <laughs> yeah,
9: well... And I've done my fair share of busking. <laughs> okay? So there you go. <laughs> it's a rough life.
0: Welcome, Paul. This is your first time on House of Pride Radio.
9: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, it's you're, good to you. see you, Tweek. Good to see you. Now, now, usually you're out there in the club and doing this kind of music and doing stuff. That, that All that mm-hmm. stuff, Amber, totally reminded me of, like, uh, like, Disco. What I I feel like I I feel like you gave us a little teaser tempter, and all of a sudden the disco ball went away. The lights came up, and I'm like, oh, I want more.
0: (laughs) Well, it's interesting you say that. Technically, the genre that music isn't disco, but there's definitely R and B elements, and disco has R and B elements in it. Um, And which brings to a good question: How would you characterize the type of music you're you're sharing with us?
5: Um, Well, I would say that it's definitely um, bluesy pop kind of soulful
0: definitely
9: you know, so I definitely felt, I modern felt it. soulful bluesy Did pop you? sort of, of thing I felt yeah. it in her soul if I was to give it one word it'd be fusion ooh yeah. fusion yeah it's, it, it's definitely got a lot of every kind of element yeah. right it's, it kind of left me all satisfied except for the little te- teaser you gave us yeah. that's not right it's an all spice <laughs> no she I know you're you're a professional you want us wanting more you leave us wanting more right guilty
0: well poor yeah. you can go to iTunes right now and I've already
9: subscribed <laughs> I've got it it's too late
0: <laughs> and also um Also um, what do you we do something on Spotify too, don't we We um, go there and we look up your name and we yeah,
5: yeah definitely we look up look up you can look me up by my, by my first and last name So Amber Levon uh, and you can you know add us add us on a list, add me on a list, whatever.
9: No I only yeah. do Spotify about five days a month. Yeah, so that's uh, all. Uh, yeah, no. So
0: <laughs> and and do you do you do um? Are you available for gigs if uh, clubs or? Yeah, people? absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So folks, if you need some talent, we've got it right here in the studio. This is what House of Pride Radio is all about too, uh, bringing creative minded folks together. And except for Paul. And Happy
9: comments, Yeah, thank <laughs> yeah. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and then there's Paul. Yeah. And then there's Paul. Okay, exactly. Um, I am the B. Arthur of the mission. Thank you very much. I'm glad you noticed that. And proud of it. <laughs> yes, I am. I love the reference. There you go.
0: <laughs> Welcome again. Um, tell us more about Edge of Insanity, very popular show here at Mutiny Radio.
9: Well, that's great. A lot of people ask me um, when they first meet me and they, they ask me about my show, they go, What's your format? I go, There's absolutely no format. Um, how it happened was completely by accident I was a loud mouth comic as you can hear right now And I actually got together with another um, so-called comedian And they were hosting a show called um, Living Laughter And they were starting their first show And as soon as they started their first show Um, they basically broke three or four of that station's rules, not mutinies. Another station, another podcast station here in San Francisco. FCC, perhaps? I didn't say that at all, but yes. (laughs) Um, Not in so many words, but yes. Um, (laughs) But but basically, um, the person broke like three or four rules. At that time, the owner uh, called me on my phone and said, what's the wacky lady doing? and take her off the air and i try to i try to be diplomatic because i was her co-host that's horrible thing and to I, say I had this to story. actually kind of tell her hi darling um, you're supposed to come oh. off the air now what is and wh- okay you.
0: so what did she do to earn
9: the title wacky well, <laughs> well one thing is that she had her mic level so loud it was kind of like when i first started talking into the mic you're like holy smokes In The this guy is loud right you are you're
0: actually the loudest guest i've ever had on and let me just turn your mic down a little bit
9: yeah that's fine no i'm always in the red i'm always in the red um that's a good name for a show i'm
5: always in the red when i sing and when i do my banking yeah, no, my I'm financial. When, exactly when you do your banking, banking. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, uh, yeah, no. I'm always so loud. I get it.
9: Yeah, and wow. so I always have to back off from the mic. That's why he, he was so nice to share it with me. I'm like, you really don't need to. Well, you pressed you know, her. You press pressed Colette up your against your the wall. To That's what <laughs> she's, I give you. she's
0: now losing like 0.04 percent in her right ear. <laughs>
9: yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but it, it's really good. But it, it, so it started off where I had to take over a show on the first show, and the person thought I was. Didn't realize I was getting calls from the owner of the station saying take over the show because, for one, their mic levels were all over the place. But that's correctable. Well, that is correctable, Um, and at the station I was at, they could actually put messages up on your screen next to you, so you could look to the left of you, and it would be like, pick up the stupid phone. (laughs) right because the phone's ringing off the hook and she's not answering it yeah. or she's picking it up or, and hanging it up or, 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 there's dead and then air there's messages popping up on the screen hi i'm the owner of the station pick up the stupid phone and that, they're not being that nice yeah pick up the fucking yeah, phone yeah exactly i i i know that's tweak i know this is a family show
0: yeah it is well you know it, it, is, the, it's, it is the house
9: of pride it's like and the, this is fam the, so i want to make we, sure <laughs> well you know and then there's Vaughn. Yeah, and then there's more. <laughs> yeah, see, well, I, there's a theme. Everybody drink So
0: <laughs> every time we say that, everyone has to do a shot. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Even if, any hey,
9: kids, even if you're shots Hey kids, even if you're at home, go ahead. It's all right. It's only vodka. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Are
0: you
9: sorry? You no, I'm not. You. This they is didn't. just how my parents raised me. Um, if but, I had So any.
0: that wasn't, it wasn't off to a good start over no, there. No, so
9: it wasn't. So basically, I had to take over the show in the first show. And then one show later, I revamped it and called it The Edge. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing. So I just basically kind of made it up as I went. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And every what, once in a while, I add a segment. Every once in a while, I drop a segment. Yeah. Um, if I get a crazy idea, like my latest crazy idea is people that get me very pissed off. And so like all, the other day, I actually walked into my Verizon store because my phone was broken and I walked in like two minutes before they closed, walked in, held the door for somebody as they were walking out, one of the employees and he goes, thank you. I walked in, there's a security guard with Verizon and then there's a Verizon guy and they go, welcome. And I go, thank you. How are you guys doing tonight? They go, good. How are you doing? I go, whoop. I made it. I get all the way back there. Uh, the little old man sitting on the chair, and I'm like, I'll sit next to the old man. I looked at the lady who was helping somebody. She kind of mentioned, kind of motioned to me, like, just one moment. So I sat down next to the old man. Guy comes out of the bag and goes, You took care of everybody? And I go, Well, I haven't been helped, but I don't know if this gentleman's been helped anyway. And he goes, No, the door you walked through was locked. We are closed. You need to leave.
5: What store is this? What, what this place is this? Verizon in yeah, Redwood City right
9: <laughs> next to Target on El Camino. Okay. Okay, so let's get <laughs> specific. And I was talking to, and I realized, I didn't even realize, I. he was basically forcing me out the door. Wouldn't change out my phone. It only takes four minutes. It's like, plug in this cord, plug in that cord. It zaps it. It's on. Um, he wouldn't do it. I ended up looking back at his name as he's like escorting me out the door. Was it Jesus? No. His name was Farid. Hi, Farid. Um, so Farid, I look back at his name. <laughs> you blocked his name with the music. That was good. And his name was dun-dun-dun. You know? um, so no, I look back and I see his name tag and he's right on, on my tail. And I'm a big boy. I'm six foot six, 210 pounds. I, I don't get. I don't scare easy. Uh, and so Farid's on my tail. He's on my heels escorting me out the door. And I see his name tag, and he goes, it's Fareed. And I go, Fareed, I, I can read. <laughs> and, so, and, it, and it rhymes. Yeah. And so as I'm walking out the door, I looked at the two gentlemen that were still standing there. They didn't say we were closed. You got to go or whatever. They basically looked at me, and I said, guys, why did you let me in? You were closed, and the door was locked. And both guys looked at me as puzzled as hell. And I said, by the way, Fareed's an asshole. They both started laughing.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and
9: you know they got to deal with Fareed now because he's still on my ass, right? And it's probably their boss. So I call back the next day, want to talk to the store manager? This is Fareed. Uh, How can I help you? Oh, God. Now, I don't know if you can. Now, yeah, well, Fareed needs a lot of help. Remember, that his lifestyle, or not his lifestyle choice, sorry, his, his, his business choice where he actually did all his college, did all this, he, he ended up at Verizon. So we already know he's got a problem. We also know when Fareed answers the phone, he's like, next year he's probably going to be a voice prompt. He's going to be push number four on your phone to bypass Fareed's job, <laughs> right? So I, I don't feel too bad for Fareed. Yeah. But but that's the kind of stupid thing. So a lot of people like that take advantage of people. And I try to speak up. If somebody steps on my toes, I say something. Yeah. Uh, not if somebody cuts me off, I want to kill him. That's my girlfriend. But... <laughs> but... If somebody, you know, I've seen people mistreat um, the elderly, uh, the disadvantaged, the disabled. Um, We were just talking about a fellow podcaster here in San Francisco. They actually pride themselves. Let's talk about pride. They pride themselves on being free speech. They have it in their name. But yet this is the little Nazi, the little Hitler, the little Napoleon that's running this place. He's been been, um, uh, banned by the LGBTQ community for a number of years because he insulted them on the show in front of them and they walked off. OK, um, he's he's hurt other people. Well, these are all allegedly. But anyway, so well, there's people like this that do things you know. wrong and everybody lets them roll over. Them. I'm one of those guys that says, screw that. I'm going to speak up. For well, you. thank
0: God for comedy. I mean, really, all I want to. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of comedy. you
9: laughing the whole way. Stop it. Girl, girl she actually, stop laughing she was she was, Wait,
0: la- she was laughing inside. She really was
9: <laughs> laughing,
4: though. <laughs> Diva was a freedom rider She didn't care if the whole world looked Joan of Arc with the Lord to guide her She was a sister who really
8: cooked Isadora was the first bra burner Angel glad she showed up Oh yeah and when The country was falling apart Betsy Ross got it all sold up
6: And then there's Ma Then there's more. And, a mod. and then there's mod. And then there's mod. And then
10: there's mod. That uncompromising, enterprise, and anything but tranquilizer. Right, right on, mod. on.
5: Hey everyone, welcome to Pride Radio.
0: all right hey can uh can you fade down the? let's get the show started i don't know what's going on there. all right we're back at house of pride improvising on live stage i actually like it out here welcome paul thank you great to be here what a nice audience we have very handsome crew. and who's this gentleman here this is my husband don hi don Oh, we got some spotlights on us. Well, we're doing a live uh, 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 kind of exported out to the main stage, but welcome to House of Pride Radio. Tell us why you're here. I'm here to help promote our Town SF nonprofit
8: expo, which will take place on October the 14th at after Eureka Valley Recreation Center from 12:30 to 4:30, and it's we're going to be highlighting over 100 SF LGBTQ nonprofits.
0: That's fabulous, and that's right in the Castro District. Um, you've graciously invited uh, House Pride Radio to have a table there. We're, we're super thrilled to come; can't wait to spread the love. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the event. What, what are your um, expectations and, and goals?
8: Glad to have you there. Actually, we have 117 nonprofits already signed up, and we're going to have our hosts are going to be Mia Satya from the LGBT Center, Kamira Rouge from the Imperial Council, Greg Casson; from Shanti, and Patrick Smith from the Castro Country Club. We're going to have activities, all kinds of great activities, like a pickup kickball game. We'll have drag makeup tutorial by the Queens of the Castro. We'll have queer zine library, video game exhibition, queer comic reading, voter registration, HIV testing, chair massages, a giant cake for over 250, for those of you who love sugar, like me, pet adoptions, health insurance enrollment and then there will be that on top of that there's all kinds of entertainment. Want me to tell you about the entertainment? Sure. We're going to have the Bargery Coast Cloggers, we're going to have Mad Dog 2020 and Miss Sugana who just
0: were just crowned this week. Grand Duchess of San Francisco 2017 yeah. and Grand Duke of San Francisco 2017 and they're both partners as well and so it's all in the family this year.
8: That, they certainly are. They're great people, and, and you'll really enjoy them on stage. They're lots of fun. We're going to also have the San Francisco Lesbian Gay Marching Band. Damien Alvarez is going to be doing some great flamenco dancing. We're going to have Donny Mirasu. We're going to have Jason Brock doing his usual stick singing. Uh, he's got a great voice. We got Kippy Marks on his electric violin. And we got Maureen Bogues. She's from the Rainbow Toastmasters.
0: Somehow I feel like Amber LaVon should be one of the vocalists on that stage.
8: (laughs) Totally. (laughs) We'll have her next
0: year. Oh, next year.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Did you hear her sing earlier? I did not. Oh, my God. She blew it away. (laughs) Um, uh, Fabulous. Keep going. Is that it? Uh, We've got
8: food, and refreshments,
0: galore. We've got over a
8: dozen SF... Restaurants, uh, Castro restaurants will be serving food plus Project Open Hand. We'll have food from the Castro Fountain, Five Star Truffle, Floor, Hot Cookie, Casa Indian Eatery, La Mediterranee, Marcello's Pizza, Oz Pizza. I hope they
0: bring pizza. (laughs)
8: We're going to have over a dozen. (laughs) Pizzas. Bring there. it to the House of Pride table. A slice. Yum. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're going to have and the people serving the food will be include the, the sexy guys off the Bear Chess calendar. Oh, and we'll have food from Project Juice and Sweet Inspiration and Starbucks. And just like last year, Project Open Hand is going to be there serving up some healthy treats.
0: That's always good to go with the pizza and the, and the sweets. We we got to have something healthy, <laughs> balance there, man. It out. I tell you, that's right. <laughs> um, wow, what a big event.
8: Yeah, we're expecting over 1000 people. We're taking over the entire Eureka Valley Recreation Center inside and outside and upstairs outside. and Outside. That's right. Outside on the playing field, you can join in and play kickball with the Varsity Gay League or join in with the with Cheer SF. I can see you d- up there doing oh, some great cheers. I'm, yeah, no, I'll just watch
0: Salvador do it. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Is there going to be a dunking machine in the Ferris wheel?
8: No, but there will be a climbing wall. There will be BMX bikes out on the on the tennis courts. We're going to have uh, pet adoptions outside.
0: I, I might go home with the dog, Amber. Who's sponsoring the pet adoption? That'll be Family Dog Rescue. So, folks, if you want to put this on your calendar, because it's coming up pretty soon, uh, Saturday, um, October 7th, 14th. 14th, Saturday, October 14th, here in the Castro um, at Eureka Valley Recreational Center.
8: That's right. Yes. Right Right behind Molly's Stones. You can't miss it. And during the day at noon, we'll be starting to do some recruiting. The recruiting will take place. Uh, Cheer SF will be out there on the Castro recruiting folks <laughs> to bring them in
0: to the event. Fabulous. Uh, walking into the green room now is the one and only Fudgy Fontage. Hello. Hello. How are you? I didn't realize that this was like a, um, a live videotape broadcast. Well, it's not being videotaped. Don't, don't get your expectations too high. Um, we're out here because something happened with the mic inside. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, usually radio shows are sitting. Yes. <laughs> we can drag a chair up here if you'd like. And I can also bring the mic to you in a few minutes. Okay, I know it's not my turn yet. <laughs> she has a lot to talk about, too. It's so exciting. Some big developments. <laughs> yes, right now. Um, so, yes, folks, just, I can't reiterate it enough. Saturday, October 14th, such a grand gathering of local-minded folks here in the Castro. Um, oh, the telephone's ringing. I wonder if comedian Paul knows how to do it. Um <laughs> Ha <laughs> Yes And uh, it's the, What is the name of the event Out in Our
8: Town SF Nonprofit Expo Come on out Have fun There will be Lots of fun And frolic And food So come on out And enjoy yourself
0: What's the main purpose Of, of this event The main event?
8: purpose mm. Of this event Is for people to, to get to know The nonprofits That serve us Face to face Because there's so many People out there Who help us But we never really Get to see them There's so much Online stuff these days This really gives you A chance to walk through Sign up to volunteer Maybe write a check and, or, or make a donation. That would be great, too. They sure appreciate that. It'll also just give you a chance just to meet up with somebody and, and hear more about what, what they're doing one-on-one with somebody who's from their organization.
0: Yes, um I'm super excited. Um so jot that down October fourteenth. What time should folks show up there?
8: I would say show up early, show up between twelve thirty and one because we're we're gonna have we're picking up food at noon, but food will be deliver it'll be delivered all throughout the, the event from twelve thirty to four thirty, so no matter what time you get there you can get some snacks.
0: Snacks, did you hear that, Fudge? Is that S N A C K S or S N A X? Keep That's- your Keep your pants uh, keep, on. <laughs> keep your
8: pants on. Keep your mind in the gutter. We like that.
0: <laughs> will there be dancing?
8: <laughs> join in and dance. That'll, I'm sure there will be some dancing up on stage, and you can join in uh, in the auditorium and do some dancing. Yes, the, and,
0: and the talent's fabulous. I've seen Kippy Marks perform before with his fabulous violin performance. He's top-notch. Hey, Kippy, can't wait to see you. And all the other folks, uh, uh, Mr. Brock, um, uh, you've mentioned the town. so yeah, lot, Jason Brock, Jason will be Brock. There. a lot going on, uh, and again that's October fourteenth at the um, Eureka Recreational Center. You, you know, everyone knows where that is. Does that's it? at
8: one hundred Collingwood Street.
0: Yes, Collingwood Street. Such a,
8: <laughs> and as you walk up, you'll see all kinds of people. Right, right up, parked in front will be uh, an AHP. Uh, wagon while they'll be doing HIV testing, and that will be parked in front. And for oh, all the it's nonprofits, like a welcome wagon. That's right, and as, <laughs> and for all the nonprofits who pull in between eleven and and twelve thirty, we're going to have our volunteers will be out there to help them unload, and so they'll be parking right there for for the, all the nonprofits, the one hundred and seventeen nonprofits, including you. When yes. you come in, you're welcome to pull up there, and we'll help you unload your your stuff and and get you to your table.
0: Get us to our table. Fabulous. Let's have a nice round of applause for Paul from yeah. um, Paul, was there something else you wanted to talk about, like uh, more about Out? Our uh, Town?
8: Our I, I'll town? tell you more about Our Town SF. We've been around for four years now, and we promote 320 San Francisco LGBT nonprofits. You can go online to ourtownsf.org, and you'll find... Just whatever you need, whether it's legal assistance, housing assistance, HIV assistance. There's 51 organizations of the HIV category. Then the community category, there's everything from Asian groups to athletic groups to, to bears, bisexual groups, women's groups, youth and family. No matter who you are, you'll find... Groups that that serve you and that that you can join up and have some fun with under athletics or find the services that you need. We've been around for four years. We're also in Los Angeles. We're ourtownla.org. They're going to be having an event there, just like ours in LA. They serve 180 nonprofits down there. Uh, we're going to have a big cake at the at our event, and we're also uh, in October the 14th, and and we're going to and our cake is going to be blessed by one of the sisters. Uh, of the perpetual indulgence, that's and that will be at 1:45. Then after that, there will be cake served, and we'll be also serving up a, a new title. It'll be for the top volunteers of our community, people you've never heard of, who, but who do a great job for our community. We're we're giving them diplomas, uh, half a dozen of them, we, because we want you to let you know that we appreciate the work that they do for all of our nonprofits.
0: Fabulous. Again, let's have a nice round of applause for Paul.
8: Yeah.
0: Okay. How do I say last name? Br- Brumburg? Yeah. Margolis. Mar- Mar- Margolis. That's, that's your last name. Sorry, Paul. Two Pauls in the house today. There you go. Yes. Um, well, now we have a special treat, uh, Paul and everyone else, are live on our telephone. We're actually doing multimedia. Is that this is new for us. We generally don't use the 1978 telephone. But live on the phone is Kit Tapata. Let's have Hello. a nice round of applause oh, for Kit. Oh, yeah.
3: Is this thing on? Hey,
0: girl. Can you hear us?
3: I don't know. Can you hear me?
0: No. Call back. No. No. (laughs) Yes, of course we can hear you. Tell us um, what's going on with you tonight.
3: Uh, Well, you know, it's Wednesday, so that must mean I'm full of shit again. It's trivia night with Kitty Tapata at the Wild Side West. The little something we do every Wednesday night, whether you like it or not. It's (laughs) it's it's forced entertainment. It's fun to play. People come (laughs) and we have a great time. You're playing for booze and bragging rights, so, you know, chill out. Have a good time. Meet some new people. It's going to be a great night in the garden out back at the Wild Side West, up on Cortland, at the top of Bernal Heights. Well, not quite the top. That's the dog park. These bitches are down below. But still,
4: top I get of it. Cortland.
3: I get there. it. <laughs> Come on by. It's um, a special topic tonight for the last round, and it's uh, – Things you can't microwave.
0: Oh, okay. Things you can't microwave. Um, foil. A foil. That's Amber Levant says foil. Would that give? Would that be worthy of a drink?
3: <laughs> worthy of a drink. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, people play a little more rounds than that, but you know that's always a fun it's, thing. It's not on? You know, foil. Actually, surprisingly enough, I watched enough videos to prove it. You can actually microwave foil. Don't try this. At home, ladies and gentlemen, at all, but um, foil, like, <laughs> microwaves can't pass through the metal, and so they just kind of bounce around the outside of it, and that's what really happens with foil. Now, sometimes if there's a contact point, it can get hot enough yeah. to catch on fire, especially just the kind of can I put your cool. wig
11: in a microwave? Can
0: you put a dong yeah, in a microwave? Yeah, well,
3: yeah, no, none of them. God, <laughs> Fudgy, can I put your dong in a microwave? Ooh,
11: what? That Wait a, a minute! Idea. A dog is alive. Is your wig Not alive? a dog. A dong. dong. A wi- oh, dong. a dog Get the reference. Yes, you can. So, <laughs> folks listening to us, like all these voices are
0: magically appearing. It's the one and only Kit De Potter on the telephone, on live from your en route to the Wild Side West. And then we have here in the green room uh, Fudgy Fatah. Hello. This room
11: isn't green.
0: It's no. <laughs>
8: Oh,
11: wait, maybe I've colorblind. But you can't put your tit clamps in the microwave. You can if they're plastic.
0: That's an in-joke. Ooh.
11: (laughs) It is?
0: In the microwave joke.
11: So, Kit, what time does the uh, extravaganza begin?
3: Hold on a second. What was the question?
11: What time does the party start at the wild side?
3: Uh, the party actually never ends at the wild side. That's kind of the plus of it. Hence, there is no about beginning. We're a bar that's been open since 1962. <laughs> All right, we do have to close sometimes at night, but seriously, trivia with me. We say 8 o'clock, but realistically, drag standard time, right? So 8-ish mm, is what time the show or the game, whatever, gets going tonight. And, you know, it goes on for a little bit. We take some breaks in the middle of it. I got people swinging cocktails at you to have a good time. And um, it's pretty much, it's just a fun evening, I got to tell you. And it's just going to be such a great night for it. And I know you always like a sample question. Now, you guys threw Mm -hmm. one out at me as in what kinds of things you can't put in the microwave. But I have to kind of spread the manure around a little bit when it comes to trivia. So I got one for
0: you. We're re- Are you guys ready? It's, yeah, I'm ready. Amber.
3: It's a mind pull. thing, yeah, kind pull. of. Okay, go for it, girl. It's almost conceptual. It's what happens when you microwave nothing.
0: Ah. Yes. I feel like this is a turn question on your microwave, for
3: uh, what happens. You
11: break your microwave. Da, 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 no. Da, da, it's fudgy, first thing comes to happens. mind. Happens. It just goes bing! And then nothing happens.
0: I think sea monkeys are born. What do you think, <laughs> <laughs>
11: That's funny. Somebody at work actually has
3: sea monkeys now, but um, no. The air inside you're, you're gets warm. You're kind of warm. right in that like, it's nothing and it's nothing squared. It makes Just a loud fan noise. Technically, nothing happens, but you can burn out your magnetron, which is the thing that makes your microwaves. And it sounds like there's an alien living in your house. Yeah, basically. it's that panel, Doesn't it
4: burn it or something? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah.
3: But, uh, yeah, I had to find out. Because seriously, there's videos for everything. So and if anyone's giving away a new microwave, ago, kids looking. There is looking. videos of people <laughs> microwaving dildos, of course. Of course.
0: <laughs> what a perfect segue into our next interview. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you've had enough of me I'm getting out of here alright everyone so much say much goodbye to the see you at the
0: wild side Kit Tapata bye
3: Kit adios Love ya. see you dongs later
0: segwaying directly over since our show's really pushing it to the very end today is the one and only Fudgy. hello
11: hi Tweeka. welcome it's fun to be here I'm glad I'm not in the green room anymore green makes me nauseous
0: okay no, it's not green. It's black. Black is so, mine. So yes,
11: we are here to promote the Dong Show, which is going to premiere at the Oasis on October 19th.
0: Yes, in the uh, Fez room. The Fez room.
11: Yes, and it's similar to the Gong Show, and it will be, but it will feature more twisted and gender variant performances. One
0: can only imagine.
11: Yes, we can imagine what may or may not happen there. And we have some fantastic guest judges for the first, the first evening of it. And that would include Mother Chucka. Yes! Is, who she probably has been on this show before.
0: She can't because she, she's always a conflict of interest, but we love her. She's always doing something on Wednesday nights. Okay, but she, she, has, has, she has a show also in the Castro. Mother, she mm. is
11: a busy mother.
0: She is a busy mother.
11: And yes. then we also have Kitten on the Keys as a guest judge, and you know Fabulous. she is tinkling the ivories all around town and travels all over the world with burlesque per, uh, events and. Um, and we love Kitten on the Keys. Has yes. Kitten on the Keys been on the show yet? Not yet, honey. Oh well, she has a come on in piano, and we'll have to bring her down we here. We have a piano right here. And the third guest judge is Sergio Le- Lobito, ah, who is starring in who was recently starring in Bitch Slap.
0: Bitch Slap, a huge success. A huge
11: success by Darcy Drolinger, and yeah. also he is in um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Currently, we need opening. more
0: actors. Yes, At
11: come on the over, Oasis. Sergio.
0: And with the name like Sergio, my door is open.
11: It, it, she, he, she had a great role in Bitch Slap. I, I love that show. So, hopefully, our audience, our radio audience, has seen that show. And then, some of the contestants for the first Dong show include Fatima Rude. Now, we know that that's oh, such get a legend, over the top yes. legend legendary legendary still living living legend yes hopefully i mean i don't want to have like a no guarantees like a really sort of you know downer performance of uh, some kind of mortician inspired act we never know with fatima though you never know what might happen
0: that's why folks should show up on she Thursday. used to do that, you know, yeah.
11: retarded panda routine for the longest time, which I loved. Did you ever see retarded panda? No,
0: I saw a synth number that she did, like with a synthesizer and a performance art dance thing.
11: Well, oh yeah, yeah that sounds like sort of, it could have been retarded panda Oh, okay. Yes.
0: Maybe I didn't understand the reference.
11: No, it was an actual act and character that she came up with that she would do.
0: Well, this is why she's such a, a legend, because she, she legend. keeps you guessing.
11: She does. <laughs> and other, our other guests for the evening, uh, Dusty Mayhem, oh, who is kind of new, a newish drag performer. Bye, guys. And um, MJ Mercury, who is one of the title holders of the current winner of the San Francisco Drag King contest, which just happened back in the beginning of the month. And MJ won that along with El Sivan and Calvin Decline, another <laughs> drag king performer mm-hmm. from the UK, and then Will actually, Will actually,
0: Will act, Will actually ex- surely, Will, Will Shirley.
11: actually, okay, that's and a, more, more. So that's anyone twister. in our au- in the studio audience, well, in the. Radio Wave audience, if you're looking to, if you have an act and you think that it could win a prize, which could be a drink, it could be $20, $20, well, you know, we really don't have much of a budget right now, so (laughs) it could be anything. It could Could be, be, you know, it could be, um, or you could get gong, because we are sponsored by I, Lennon Let's Studios, talk about that. Le- and we're, Lexus you know, we're, we're pulling in a, a 28-inch gong, so we will have some deal. percussion. We are going to have a loud gong.
0: Tell us about the studio that's sponsoring us. Where are they located?
11: Lennon Studios is located south of Market, and they are rehearsal space, and they also rent instruments mm-hmm. and sound equipment. Oh, I think... You know, I don't remember, remember the exact address. Cause uh, well, mo- there may be some people from the studio
0: at your show that can tell us more about the studio. And, mm.
11: Or you could just look it up, Lennon Studio. Lennon Studio, L-E-N-N-O-N. And, Lennon. you know, I love
0: your concept. And, you know, of course, there's a play on The Gong Show, which was a famous 70s uh, television broadcast. And it's been
11: revived.
0: Yes. And what, one of the things I really loved about the concept of the original is that you had all these wacky acts, but in, somewhere in between there, there were some actually really great freaking acts, like Cheryl Lynn was discovered on The Gong Show. And uh, so
11: Prince was on The Gong Show. I was doing a little research, and he actually appeared on it, but then it, they didn't air that episode. So is that
0: what, it was, what the audience might expect? Is like a combination of some satirical numbers uh, mixed in with some authentically amazing acts.
11: Well, I have to say, <laughs> I have been um, encouraging people to do the most twisted and unusual acts because, I mean, you know, we do want to have that gong going every That's once right. in a while.
0: That's right. Yes. So uh, but
11: I think we're going to get across, you know, a big a big melange of acts.
0: Yes, a melange of acts at the dong show. And, you know, the dong is king.
11: King dong. King dong. Yes, and we'll probably have, you know how on the, on the gong show they rate people on a scale of one to 10? Well, we'll do that, but it'll be like one to 10 inches. Perfect. Like a dong. Yes. But we will have a gong. We have more than they do because we have gongs and dongs. Yes. Both.
0: Both, the best of both.
11: The best of both worlds at the Gong Dong Show.
0: Yes, and everyone will leave a winner.
11: And, <laughs> yes, everyone will be in a very... Well, or we might have to give out earplugs because that gong might get a little bit crazy. And then, well, you know, Tweeka is our DJ.
0: I am, thank you. Uh, I can't wait to be a part of this uh, show. on coming, coming up pretty soon on Thursday.
11: yes. Thursday, October nineteenth. So after the actual show itself, then you can stick around and dance. In the with fez DJ Tweeka Turner in the Fez room. Mm, yes. And then something else happens in the back room, I'm not sure. All you right. know those back rooms, there's always something happening in them. Well, regardless,
0: every it's a happy ending for all. <laughs> On Thursday. Yes. Even Fez. if you
11: get gonged, you'll be happy. If you get donged, you'll be happy. And if you get gonged, you'll be happy.
0: So what should folks who want to come see your show do? Should they just show up at the do? door? What should they do? Yeah. Well,
11: you. they should. They could go to the Oasis website, and they could buy tickets. Tickets are only $10 because it's in the Fez room. And they can um, get their tickets in advance there. That's Oasis S F. Dot com, or is it sfoasis.com It's one of those. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of dyslexic tonight and or they can just show up that night Thursday, October 19th at nine and we're going to be a monthly show so um, if you're inspired to if you're not inspired to sign up for this particular show or if we get filled before you, you sign up, you can you can always you can think about entering The Dong Show. With your talent, even if your talent is going onto grinder while you're on a radio show,
0: while licking a cherry icicle pop,
11: (laughs) or tying a cherry stem into a knot with your tongue, or your toenails, you know that's a that's a talent on the Dong Show. It is. It is a talent,
0: absolutely. Yes,
11: everything. I would rate that a ten Dong. Everything is a talent. On, on the dong and gong show. That's what is genius about it. And
0: San Francisco has no shortage of such talent.
11: It's true. I mean, anything goes at the dong show.
0: <laughs> Which brings us to our theme song.
11: <laughs> do we have a theme song back there? What is the theme song? Bang a gong. Oh, okay. I can do that. <laughs> or a big 10-inch.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah, I like Big Ten. Like <laughs> no, we don't have that queued up, I don't believe. Uh, unless Paul can manage that. Well, bang,
11: bang. <laughs> no, that's not Dang the same. Yeah, the beat, you can do it. How about it? I The don't Beat care. Goes On by Sonny and Cher? Anything. Okay. The Just beat, I have The Beat music. Goes On. <laughs> Play us out. Play us out of go the studio. <laughs> all right, baby. All right, we'll see you at the Oasis on the 19th. For the dog Show, starting
0: at 10 p.m. Yes. Volume, check volume. Right. It's on. Yeah, sorry, bud. There you go. Go
11: <laughs> oh, dead, 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 dead,
1: dead. dead air. la da 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 uh-huh. History has turned a page uh-huh. The minute skirts The current thing uh-huh. T.D. Bopper is our newborn king uh-huh. And the beat goes on Goes on. The drums keep pounding a rhythm to the brain. La da da -da dee. La da 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 -da. The grocery store, the supermarket. Uh Men still keep on marching Off to war Electrically they keep a baseball score And the beat goes on The beat goes on Drums keep pounding a rhythm to the brain La-di-da-di-dee La-di-da-di-da Grandma's sitting in chairs and this Boys keep chasing girls to get a kiss The cars keep on going faster all the time
5: on. Welcome to Pride Radio. We have on the telephone Mark Hagan.
10: Hello, hello, hello. My name is Mark and I'm from South Florida the other app.
5: Welcome, welcome. So, uh, hey. how are you today?
10: I'm great, how are you?
5: I'm fine. So what can you tell us today? What,
10: what can I tell you? Um, I have had a major career change in my life. I spent 20 years as an architect, and that ended in 2010, and I decided to take music seriously and now I am a, uh, a, I don't consider myself a DJ, but I am a DJ, and I um, also remix and produce dance music.
5: That's pretty fantastic. Awesome. Well, let me, let me get you over here. Uh, we also have a, a DJ here.
9: Awesome. And so it was actually, my name is Paul, by the way. How are you doing, Mark?
5: Hi, Paul. Good,
10: nice to meet you.
9: Good, nice to meet you. Now, you said it was actually that career change that actually brought you to DJing, but I'm guessing you've had a love of music for a long time.
10: Oh, sure. I uh, used to play my parents' records. I had one of those giant consoles uh, that was a massive piece of furniture, uh, and I would put records in there where you could stack them, and they'd fall down one at a time, and I would sit there and listen to music all day long, and uh, I would sometimes uh, sit sort of Indian style and the, place the record in my lap and I would pretend that I was actually playing the record. So I've always had this fantasy of, of making music and I remember taking a piece of cardboard and punching holes in it and putting it on the record player thinking I could create music that way. It didn't work.
9: <laughs> yeah. Remember, do you remember those albums that you, they made out of like the back of cereal boxes and you would cut them out and put them on your turntable? Oh,
10: sure. Oh sure, and the, the flippy floppy vinyl ones that you could get into uh, in magazines that they would tear out. I think Keyboard Magazine was putting those in about twenty years ago.
9: Now, when so, you oh, me- yeah. when you mentioned actually, uh, you know, playing records as a young child, you know, I, it kind of brought me back. It started making me think of when I started first playing music. I would actually uh, use my brother's Fisher Ply- Price little player, and I would play full size records that my parents had because they had a great record collection, but they always played the unhip stuff. I don't know why. So I always found the really cool stuff or the stuff that made me move. Do you remember some of the first stuff that really kind of got you um, motivated and, and got you really hooked on music?
10: There was a, 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 I don't know, I'm now really dating myself, but there was a company called k back in the 70s. Yeah,
9: you're dating yourself. I still have my k hits.
10: <laughs> okay.
9: And if you order now, that's right, you get this.
10: Exactly, you get four albums for the price of one, and it was a, a compilation thing, uh, and it had four records. And I remember them by their color, um, and it, and it was branded under the name of Telehouse, uh, which was some sort of uh, branding, and they and they had all of the classics, Me and Mrs. Jones, and uh, Spirit in the Sky, and all of these fantastic songs that that was just, I didn't know, you know, Brown Eyed Girl, I didn't know the significance of it, I just knew it was a cool song with a cool beat. And you liked it,
9: you knew that you liked it. It's funny because you mentioned that, and I think of, um, you know, my first Tell album was like one of those things you had to order away for, and you had to wait for two months or three months for it to come in the mail, and when you finally got it, it had all those hits from like KC and the Sunshine Band, and, The Bay City Rollers and, uh, you know, whoever happened to be making hits that year, you know, even if it was Alice Cooper was on there, you know?
10: Exactly. And and there was no rhyme or reason. It was just uh, they didn't sort of discriminate. It wasn't uh, styles weren't so clearly defined as they are now. Um, rock and pop and alternative. You know, I used to, I, in the 80s. I fell in love with the Pet Shop Boys, and they were always under alternative. And I'm like, what's alternative? Why why can't that just be pop or electronica or whatever? But uh, funny thing, you mentioned Casey and Casey and the Sunshine Band. Because I remember uh, playing those records and dancing to them like a fool. And uh, all these years later, last year I got to actually do two remixes for him. Um, that was really kind of fun to. It was it was strange and surreal to actually get his vocal his vocal tracks with his uh, with his backup vocals and some of his, his instrument tracks and, and and translate this into a new version of songs. So I'm thinking, oh my God, this is the same guy that I listened to, you know, when I was a child bopping around the living room and here I am working on something that he and the guy is still creating music all these years later and I, I get a lot yeah, of Yeah he's that. doing
9: it today and it's great because it's still got that same feel to it. Now this Mark I just want to let you know I, I know this is kind of a sneaky way we've done this to you at House of Pride but this isn't as much of an interview as it okay. is an intervention. All right. We know actually that you probably still owe Columbia Records money for that 1 cent 12 cassettes that you got back in 1972. Well, and we
10: want to we
9: want to give you that chance to go ahead and repay back Columbia Records.
10: Technically speaking, I had uh, my I knew I my dad kept his checkbook. So <laughs> I knew how to fill out a check at an early age, so I'm sure I got paid whether or not the, the check balance was entirely not my. Either. It was
9: your dad's fault for not having, for having <laughs> insufficient funds. Well, at least we know that uh, you were you were never uh, tardy for school because you always had a note.
10: Oh no! But I, oh yes! But I definitely would get the the twelve albums or cassettes for a penny, and then I would I would buy the one required album, then I would immediately quit. You know, I was just taking advantage of the situation, and I still am finding uh, later in life when when CDs were popular back in the day, um, I'm now finding all these the BMG stickers on a lot of some of these. Are, these as I'm ripping them. I'm like, oh my god, here's
9: another one of these. Yeah, another BMG barcode. Instead of a barcode, it's a BMG sticker that says BMG LTD. Yeah, it's right underneath my Dymo label tape with my initials on it. So, I I totally understand. Now, let's fast forward where you are today. I mean, it's great to reminisce, but, you know, you said the job changed, the life changed, and now you're doing it. And so, how are you expressing yourself now as a DJ? Uh,
10: I... Uh, started doing well. I, I like I said. I, I would not consider myself a DJ. I guess I am, but I. I it's one of those things. Like I, I don't get the big deal. I know there's some really famous people out there making a, a lot, a ton of money doing it, and there, they become these massive celebrities for playing other people's music. And that I know that uh, people just shrieked when I said that. I'm not to hate me all over that. But um, I. I had a lot of friends that I wanted to share music with and I was always one of those people that I would lock people down in front of my stereo and say here, listen to this song and you got to hear this one you got to hear this one and eventually when people wouldn't come to my house anymore I, I would make mixtapes and then uh, when they you know the cassette sort of fell out of fashion I would make mix CDs and then that that was people were like well how do I get them onto my iPod and I want to listen to them on the go and in, at the gym so then I started doing them digitally. And then Mixcloud came around, are which was an amazing uh, invention. Um, and I started posting them on there and, and just started so for fun promoting them the a little bit. There, and we kind of and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm getting better at this. this. Um, and then eventually, uh, I got go a, right. an offer to do a okay. one or a two hour mix show on Air Gay Radio,
4: yeah,
10: uh, which is based in Paris, yeah, France. super on nice the guys run the station. And it's fully licensed and 100% legitimate, and when I play something on there, the artist actually does get a royalty, which is real fun. But um, I can play whatever I want, and I get two shows a week, and I, uh, they air at 1, one o'clock Pacific uh, Standard Time, or the Pacific Coast Time, I'm not sure.
9: uh, So that's great. Um, I I, I think that's great. And you are a DJ. Even if you're doing it twice a week, um, you were actually DJ when you were a kid back playing with those records and sitting on that floor with that cardboard. Do you realize that? Because I'm a writer and stand-up comedian and a lot of people ask me all the time, where did you become a stand up comedian? When do you think it started? I think it was the moment, even before I stepped and touched the microphone. I think it goes back to when I grabbed the hairbrush, like, you know, people sing in the mirror. Well, uh, yeah. I used to tell jokes in the mirror. So I think I was a of comic course. back then. I didn't of even course. have to have an audience, maybe an audience it's, of one.
10: It's who we are.
9: Yeah, exactly.
10: Uh, you know, I, I did the the responsible thing. I went to college and I got my degree in architecture, and I was an architect and did the responsible professional you know job thing, getting up every day and hating every minute of my life. And uh, I couldn't bring myself to leave that because it was a, a very a comfortable place to be. And then when the economy crashed, the company got sold, and I was let go. And I was. Smiling and shaking hands on the way out the door, and people are like, What the hell happened to him? Did he just lose his mind? I'm like, No, I'm free. Thank you for doing what I couldn't do for 16 years.
9: Now, how, yeah, exactly. How long did you have that weight on your shoulders? You just said 16 years. Now, again, when I realized that I was not just a a writer, I was a comedian, it was almost like I don't want to get religious on you because I'm definitely not religious. um, But I will say that it was like getting the calling. As soon as I did it, I knew it. And it's kind of the same thing with music, it's in us, right? We know it, and it's part of us, and we can't deny it.
10: Yeah, and and uh, when I was growing up, uh, we had a little state fair in town, and they had the old Lowry organs, that, <laughs> the, the instant magic genie thing where you push one button, and you have this whole band playing. And uh, I convinced my mom to buy one of these stupid things. And then I demanded that I get organ lessons. and. Uh, once a week, I had uh, Mr. Joseph would drive in and teach me how to play songs. He didn't teach me musical per, music, per se, how to write notes and read notes and all that stuff, but he said, here's how you're going to learn how to play this song, and he show, would show me sort of his technique of figuring a song out, But uh, and then when I went away to college, I didn't have access to an organ with foot pedals, but I got lucky in my freshman year. I was in the dorm where they kept the music students so on the ground floor they had all of these little practice rooms with pianos in them and they were soundproof and i would go down there and i would I would figure out okay well i don't have two keyboards to play i don't have an upper and lower register and i don't have a foot pedal how am i gonna figure this out so i sort of taught myself piano at past that point and uh... i began writing and i started recording i got one of the little four track cassette recorders and i, I can't say that i consciously sit down to write something, but I sort of channel it, and songs and and things run into my head, and I I capture them down, and I turn them into songs. And um, that sort of took me to the point of, uh, how can I make a living doing this? And uh, writing is a very lucrative way of doing that, but um, we know there's millions of songs that get written every year, and very few actually get recorded. So my big plan was to get involved in dance music way back in the year 2000 and I did that consciously because there was a big grassroots movement in um, bringing indie artists to the front, to the forefront and it was sort of like the price of entry was a lot lower. You, you didn't have to be a big somebody, you didn't have to be um, with, with millions and millions of dollars behind you you could basically make a record in your living room or your bedroom and you could give it out to a couple of friends and next thing you know you could have something being played on the radio or in a club and it was that's pretty much only the goal was to get it heard and um and i always also loved remixing which is back in the 80s became a real big thing Um, i would (laughs) play uh, madonna um, open your heart i bought the big 12-inch remix of that and i would sit there with my little. uh, Yamaha keyboard and play along with it and record it onto my little realistic tape deck pretending I was remixing this stupid thing. So I've always wanted to manipulate songs and um, I'd, I've always loved the idea of remixing and then changing and reinventing songs. So that's kind of how I got into that. Uh, and then the, the, the DJing just sort of branched off of that because the one way you really get good at writing and producing music is to listen to music and um I, most people are, have a pretty busy life life um, style that you don't have time to really sit down and just luxuriously listen to music so by doing these uh, one to two hour shows i really it's like studying i say, okay what are the current sounds how, how does this person create this transition how how are they going to get out of this bass drop how are they going to build back the energy and And I really sort of tear apart these songs as I'm listening to them. Yeah,
9: Yeah. so Mark, we're getting really close. I could probably talk to you all night long, Mark. It's been a blast doing... Can we get you back on House of Pride, man?
10: Yes, and I brought some music that I guess for technical reasons uh, we couldn't play, but uh, I'll have even more next time.
9: Well, that's great. Now, how do we keep up with everything, Mark Hagan? How do we keep up with what you're doing, man? Are you on Facebook? Are you on Twitter? What are we doing, buddy? Uh,
10: um, on Twitter, I'm at, you can follow me at DJ Pookie. That's P O O K Y. Uh, on Facebook, just Mark Hagan. Uh, actually, I have a page, Mark Hagan Remixes. You can find me on there. I'm very active on Facebook. I'm constantly adding friends and talking and meeting new people. And I love to engage. Uh, People And I have the time to do it right now, which is really fun. And I'm on Instagram. I think I'm, uh, my screen name on there is at Sonic Squirt. Don't ask. Um, so <laughs> that's pretty much the gist of it. I'm on SoundCloud. Uh, and uh, cloud, but uh, if you go to cloud, you can just do a search for Mark Hagen, Hagan, H-A-G-A-N because uh, it gives you some weird user number that's irrelevant to give you
9: on the air. Alright, everybody. One more time. This is Mark Hagan. DJ, everybody. Give All it up right, for Mark Hagan. Thanks wow. for being with us. We're going to turn it back over to Tweeka Turner, back in studio. Thank
0: you. Alright, well, thanks Paul. Thank you for... Uh, for taking over while I was working on that technical issue that we haven't resolved. (laughs) (laughs)
9: <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay it's been a blast being here been with a blast
0: you. having you on tell folks where they can go to follow you
9: that's right you can go like me at facebook at paul brumbaugh um you can also follow me over to the bar no ladies over to twitter <laughs> He's at mr edge of insanity 7 um also on instagram mr edge of insanity um you can check me out every sunday here at mutiny radio between 12 and 2 and you can download it on itunes edge
0: of insanity
9: yes Thanks again, Tweeka. You're
0: welcome. Uh, let's have a nice round of applause for Paul as well. Uh, all right, we're going to turn it over to the next show right now. Folks, one, thank you for joining us on House of Pride Radio. Join us again next Wednesday, 6 p.m., live from San Francisco House of Pride Radio. Next show, you guys, what's the name of your show? You radio. No, this is Can't stand up. Can't stand up. Coming up next, folks. Don't go anywhere.
9: Oh, What's there up? you go. Awesome. What the fuck? So I just reset if you're looking the amp. For a
13: personal injury you longer. want it. So that's the mixer. that's the
9: Look amp. no this further. Is a, uh, Francis
13: a, a, a J. Shahida. Mr. First he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone
9: no, with legal issues.
13: It. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shahada helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com. FJS.com, again, the law office of Francis J. Shaheda in San Francisco.
14: Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Incredible socialist prices, so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. October
13: 6th, come join us at Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse for Johan Miranda, headlining. 50 minutes. Opening sets by Amy Bebo, Clay Newman, and Pam Benjamin. Don't miss this incredible headliner for only $10. Friday, October 6th at 8 p.m. Buy your tickets now on Eventbrite. Check us out on Facebook. Like all those comics, and please come support Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday at 8 o'clock.
12: dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well don't even worry, don't fret at all.
13: a stand-up comedian. Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival March 1st through 5th that's 25 shows in 5 days featuring 40 comics from out of town and one of those comedians could be you go to our website www.mutinyradio.fm and click on the submission form apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival it's only $10 and you can apply Right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all mutiny radio all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now.
4: Sound up.
9: you like tacos, then get them and form the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to us.